0: As we blow the dust off the mirror ball, 15 brave gladiators enter our den of dance. And we're here to give the thumbs up and the thumbs down. Actually, it's not Roman-themed. Right, just roll the theme tune. And welcome to the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I am joined by Lisa, Emily, Anne, and Elliot. We are 100% unofficial, but we're lovely all the same. We're here to provide you with Strictly Come Dancing analysis and opinions and frock chat. We aren't always neutral, we aren't necessarily always polite but we do try our best to even things out over the course of the series. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at at keepdancingpod. This series, you might even be listening to us on YouTube. Uh, So we'll see how that goes, everybody. We would love to hear your views, theories and conspiracy theories over the series. So hi everybody.
1: Hello. Hello. Hello.
0: So we might have some new people joining us this series um, so I'd like you to all introduce yourselves one by one. I will point at you and for the benefit of the listeners mention your names. Emily. <laughs> Hello. Introduce yourself.
1: Oh right and um, I'm Ellie's little sister and uh, extremely opinionated. A big fringing fan. Uh, I've been in of this keep dancing pod since we started it because we wanted lots of opportunity to share our... Um, views on talk.
2: fringing, largely.
1: View, yeah, mostly views on <laughs> fringing and conspiracy theories about dance.
2: Elliot. Hi, my name is Elliot Harris. Uh, I'm actually a competitive ballroom and Latin dancer myself and was inspired by the show and series two to take it up and haven't stopped in 13 years. I'm opinionated, blunt and
0: unlike Love the rest it. of us you know the technical details <laughs> i i pretend
2: i do more than anything
0: <laughs> uh lisa um my role
3: here is to talk about all th- things dress and hair and makeup and well i was gonna say glitter we all talk about glitter but i'm a glitter freak
0: now i know we all have danced since the last series of Strictly, what have we all done dance-wise since the last series of Strictly? Elliot, you can do the most impressive one, because I know you've competed since the last series.
2: <laughs> since last series, I have been competing for this season with an actual proper partner this year. I have danced at the Winter Gardens again back in April, and today I had my yearly medal test to, to qualify me to compete for another year. So I had to be all technical and whatnot, and it wasn't fun. <laughs>
0: The heels and the toes were all in the correct places. Yes,
2: I got the clomping as you go down so everyone could hear you.
0: <laughs> ah, marvellous. Uh, Lisa, what dancing have you been doing since uh, since we last uh, did this?
3: I'm not entirely convinced I have been, have I? But you might know differently. I've danced in Euro
0: Club. <laughs> okay, oh, <great. laughs> that's your dancing.
1: <laughs> Emily. I just dance all the time, don't I? In the kitchen, With, yeah. In Yeah, in the kitchen, in the house in my office at work if things get really bad there has been known to be an office disco Uh, oh that's a
0: always a nice thing the office disco let's see
1: yeah we we we've had a few things recently we had the uh, one of those outdoor cinema screenings and there might have been grease so then we were practicing the hand jive in the office before
0: marvelous well since i now spend so much of my weekend pontificating about people's skills in ballroom dancing i'm putting my money where my mouth is and i'm uh, learning latin and ballroom with my husband in up here in glasgow And we'll see if I improve as quickly as even the worst Strictly contestant. Spoilers. Ellie,
3: you you went dancing with Oti. You have to talk about that. Oh,
0: of course. Yes. The last episode in our podcast feed was um, a nice chat that I had with Oti when she was doing her Shake It um, sort of solo salsa class workshops, which were great fun. Everybody sweated buckets. It was during the heat wave fab Anne you coming back
1: (laughs) the aliens have taken over (laughs) Anne has
0: turned into a chipmunk (laughs) she's a Dalek Anne is a Dalek but she's not a full size one she's the size size that sort of rolls around on the tabletop (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the funniest audio glitches I ever heard
3: <laughs> I feel like you should leave it in
0: <laughs> Anne, could you introduce yourself and tell us about your dance experience?
4: Um, I'm Anne um, I've kind of danced off and on since I was about four but mainly tap and ballet and that kind of stuff. Um, But for about the last four or five months, I've been doing Fit Steps. Could you tell me what Fit Steps is? So basically, the easiest way I can describe it, it's like solo strictly. So you kind of learn a routine in a kind of pasadoble style or a waltz style or a jive style but it's by yourself and it's huh. good fun
0: that sounds awesome i'm gonna say i'd be well up for that yeah, it's it's
4: um what's her name natalie and ian natalie yes it's their little bra- brain wave so if you go on if you just search for FitSteps, there's loads of pictures of and videos of them doing stuff
1: I'm on it. I've got my my tablet set up separate from my laptop so that I can do... Emily
0: now has a -a podcastatorium. Okay, let's get into this year's launch show. Okay, so because we didn't convene over the summer to talk about the celebrity casting, what we'll do is we'll go through in the batches in which they were paired up. And then I think at the end, we might have a bit of a general chat about what's changed. Right? Yeah. There we go. Okay, so let's go in with the first batch of us, Strictly Ladies. Kate Silverton. I I was pretty much sure she'd done this before. (laughs) But it turns out no... (laughs) same. <laughs> that, it turns out that was a sort of A folk memory of Natasha Kaplinsky
3: I did exactly yeah. the same thing I went she's done it before and I was like Oh no that was the other one that looks yeah. like her And does the same job as her It,
2: it doesn't help they have styled her exactly like Natasha Kaplinsky with the hair and everything Even yeah. I was getting confused I was like,
0: eh. <laughs> Although stric- seems perfectly pleasant Strictly all stars would be Quite a good excuse to get Natasha Back in the ballroom <gasps> Oh yeah Anne's doing it again. I, I will cut these outtakes out because as a fellow podcaster Anne will an audio recordist Anne will appreciate the hilarity
4: the <laughs> glitch. So we talk about Kate. Yes. Kate. Um yeah, she does she does feel like the kind of person who should have done this years ago. She's like the next in line of the female news presenters who hasn't done it yet.
0: Do we think that they have this news cast, uh, news presenter casting mapped out sort of five years hence, and you know they have to uh, you know swear off other commitments over that autumn winter?
2: I swear they just do it just like a lucky dip. They just stick their hand in a bowl, and whichever name pops up first, they go to them. And they say no, they go to the next one. <laughs> That's what it feels like. They just stick their hand in a sweepstake and go. It's your turn.
3: Woo! Um, and. <laughs> Yeah, I think Kate's a good signing. Um, I think I said, you know, I thought she'd done it before and then realised I was thinking of Natasha Kapinski. Um I think she's a good signing. I mean, she's the one, when she was first announced, we all said, oh, there's Anton's partner, and then Susanna came along, so, you know, we'll talk about her later. Um, but I think we all sort of mapped her out for Anton until
0: that happened then, until but, that point yeah but what she's actually ended up oh. doing is she's dancing with aliash
3: that's such a great partnership i was so so pleased when i when i saw well when the susanna thing was was announced i was like oh that kate's not having anton then i was like oh she has to have aliash because she's really tall aliash is tall mm. it's like you could just picture them together. So, like, the first one out of the hat, I was like, yes, 1-0 for 2018 to me. <laughs>
0: and they've both got that sort of really infectious, positive, work-hard attitude.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to see some really good training footage, given that I'm hoping they're going to restart, uh, restart the season with lots of training footage again. Uh-huh. And I think we're going to <laughs> uh, get lots of really nice uh, characterful training footage from these two.
4: Mm. I think the dress team are going to have a lovely time with her because I think she's going to look really nice and nice, long, flowing gowns. I think she could really pull off some cracking outfits.
0: Her Mm. ballroom frocks are just going to have
2: the most go days.
3: Yeah, it's go day heaven.
2: But with Aliash, could do really well because he has some really good choreography, so... He knows what's worked for his partners and he makes sure that is highlighted. So Yeah, and he's yeah. a really supportive pro as well. Mm.
1: Yeah, he's not one of the ones that seems to sort of uh, get a bit carried away with themselves like some. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, so I'm going to, so for the purposes of the spreadsheet, I sort of stick people in sort of vague categories. And I'm going to put Kate and Aliash in the improvers Yes. Yes. agree. Yeah. which means yeah. she might not start out great, but she's got potential for a storyline, and you generally win from the improvers
1: bucket. Yeah, have we had yeah. a news reader win? Yes, what? oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh god,
0: <laughs> call yourself a fan, although you were but a child, Emily. Yeah. I,
1: I'm gonna say it was 15 years ago, come on, I was young.
0: So our next lady to be paired up is Vic Hope, who, given that I don't think any of us are in the capital Manchester air region, I don't think we'd really heard of her
2: before, but I think
0: she's smashing.
2: She seems lovely. She's got the most work, it seems like, winning over the public because she. it it seems like no one knew her and she had no social clout online to... Get gang onto for, for a fan base, and so I thought, oh, she's probably gonna go first, regardless of how good she is. But she seems great fun, she seems like absolutely fabulous, and I want to be her friend because she seems like a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> uh, Elliot, if she goes first, wardrobe are gonna riot.
1: <laughs> 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 she's too <laughs> willing to yeah. don the
2: yeah, I mean, she did. She does look fantastic, and I don't think she could she could wear a bin bag and look amazing on the Strictly's Arts Laws To be honest, Teresa and
0: Vicky will not allow that to happen. They've got they've got twenty meters of beaded fringe for Vicky, <laughs> for Vic, for every week of the contest. Just, there was a bugle bead order special for her. Yes. But I think you're right because she's partnered with Graziano and as an incoming pro, he doesn't have a fan base either. So mm. she is going to need to score sevens and eights straight off the bat just to keep her through to movie week, essentially.
1: I don't know. I think they've they've laid it on thick with the uh, Graziano stuff, haven't they, again? So oh, yeah. I don't think... Uh, I think they were uh, very much aiming that for their core audience, so I don't think they're going to have that much. We're not the core audience. Is Graziano um, supposed?
0: But we to, are. supposed to be sexy?
1: Yeah, he's supposed to be like what's his name, Paul Dark. You know all the. <laughs> yeah. Where's his scythe? <laughs> well, don't so ask some, questions like that for like, like, like... movie week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Well, they're
0: going to do Pirates of the Caribbean, aren't they? They're going to make you watch in
1: Jack Sparrow. Well, that just is He's
0: definitely more of... built in than a Jack
1: Sparrow. It... Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh... <laughs> anyway, I took all of my Johnny Depp DVDs to the charity shop. Did you well then? Yeah. He's on the list. <laughs> so, going to Anton's actual partner. It's Susanna Constantine. A woman who, so in the, in the noughties, she was responsible for me wearing a lot of really boring clothes and a lot of V-necks that I could have avoided and uh, long necklaces um, and statement coats. Just, I will have my revenge, Susanna.
1: Your statement (laughs) coat collection was amazing.
0: Yeah, statement coats. I still have statement coats, but the don't wear black with colour, it makes the colour look cheap and the black look boring, is wrong. It is just incorrect. Yes. It is wrong. So I'm looking forward to seeing Susanna ex- like really embrace the extra of the Strictly wardrobe and Strictly experience because it's something she would never have allowed her, like the more fabulous range of the ladies on what not to wear to get away with I've said I my don't piece know, but
1: I feel like um they the wardrobe has already started changing her mind a little bit because there was all the little chains on the bodice of a dress there was a definite drop waist which I'm fairly certain if I remember my what not to wear from the 90s they said that women with wider hips because she was always the wider hip example mm-hmm. shouldn't wear drop waists. so you know uh, hopefully, she's realised that a lot of what she said in the '90s was nonsense, like a great many people.
0: Well, I believe we were all <laughs> still wearing bootcut flares uh, when they were giving us style
1: advice. Exactly.
0: So you know, things change. Anyone else for Susanna? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm assuming we're getting the standard Anton partner story. Yes. Yeah.
4: Shame. Isn't a it?
0: woman puts up with <laughs> Anton for several weeks. <laughs> You mean,
3: you say yeah. several weeks, so, <laughs> yeah. well two several she's gonna do two
2: dances at least yeah
3: two i i i I mean you know I don't wanna don't wanna make any bold predictions too early, but I think Susanna is the first one out. I know she's with Anton, but I don't think anton's star is quite as big no. as he as it has been, and that he thinks it is um i I would not be surprised if they were. The first couple out actually. he seems
1: to be I- believing his own hype at the moment
3: yes he does very much and, and think- you know I am quite a Big Anton fan. I really enjoyed him dancing with Diane in the opening sequence. I actually thought Mm. that was really good uh, because it was just Anton dancing as part Mm. of a dance company rather than. I mean, when he came in on the glitter ball, it just looked ridiculous. I was like, no. I never need to see that again. No. I never
2: never to see that again. At least he wasn't nude in boots. True.
3: There is that.
2: I think the issue, which is going to be Susanna and Anton's downfall, is that. Susanna isn't as likable as Anton's previous partners or how it feels. Like everyone loves Ruth, everyone loves these other people and I just I just don't think she's gonna be so bad it's good sort of thing. People are getting fed up with Anton because he's been there for so long and that he doesn't it feels like he doesn't take it as seriously anymore with his partner. Like he always goes for the comedic route like their passo with Ruth because as funny as that was, I would have preferred to see a proper passo to the Barbara of Seville. I think it was that they danced to, something similar. Uh, yeah, I, I just think it's set up for them to go out first, sadly. I just, yeah. There's just something about Susanna which I'm not clicking with. And I actually know who she was, shockingly. I blame my mother. Um, yeah, there's just something about her last night which I just wasn't warming to. And I don't think that's a good sign on your first impressions. I think...
3: I think also we just have to have a look at, so Anton has been, I don't want to say artificially kept in by the producers because they've needed him for the ratings, that would be far too baseline <laughs> to say, but look at who Strictly have booked and looking at where I think they're predicting and going and trying to great get their new audiences, yeah. I don't think that Strictly are going to be thinking oh, we need Anton to be in it to bring in the grannies and the it, you know, because they've got them, they they don't need them. I think that show would the show would I don't want to say survive without Anton, but I think this year might be a bit of a test because I don't think he's going to be in it very long.
2: I think I think the problem is is that the the main demographic that Anton pulls in are falling in love with the others a bit more so yes. like Kevin, so he is losing his demographic, yeah. and if that yes. goes, he is gone, and then they yes. bring in Neil or Johannes for next season instead.
4: Oh, Neil, <laughs> Neil, oh, yeah, oh, Neil.
1: <laughs> the perpetual
4: want...
0: bridesmaid of Strictly. Oh, yes.
4: Yeah. If you want a positive spin of Susanna going, at least Anton can go and look after the twins. Yes. Yeah. Go I it, I, and look
0: after the twins. I thought it was a little bit tasteless of Susanna to say, "Bring yes. on the Strictly curse oh. to a new father."
3: So yeah. I, that was a bit out of order. Yeah.
2: But she's always been I a bit think... too outspoken, hasn't she? From what, she what would, I, remember. I think.
3: I think probably that was Susanna trying to kind of be fun and friendly and Mm. jokey and funny but I don't think that is Susanna's character I don't think she is a fun and jokey sort of person so I think you know it was an attempt at humour that was just wrong and inappropriate
0: well she's going to get on fine with she's going to get on fine with Anton then Um, (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) the last of the first batch Faith from Steps, who I believe has a surname, but it's from Steps. From Steps, just like H <laughs> yes. from Steps. Yeah. Yes. Do, are we? Is she going to be an improver or is she going to be a struggler?
2: Struggler.
3: Struggler.
0: She I looks. I... She looks lovely in yellow. Yes, yeah. she
2: does. Which is not to be rude, but is very uncommon for someone so pale, because yellow normally washes people of light skin out, yeah. unless they are very, very tanned. Yellow, very tanned. She. I find her really forgettable already, which is a problem when you look at the fifteen. I didn't remember her somehow. There's and I know Steps. I don't. I went to many a school disco and I played Steps. I know who she is. <laughs> we all know Steps, uh, but I'm there improbable. are there
0: are a lot of blonde ladies with mm-hmm. roughly the same hourglass figure on the cast this year and. Like, we're gonna have to get through a, f- a few of them so that we can start telling them apart in the group shots.
4: She's she's nice, isn't she? She seems yeah, she, nice. Yeah. She's got a and Molly the, King vibe, hasn't she? She's yeah, just pleasant. <laughs> and, she's nice and that'll get her so far. And her you know, her step spans will get her that far, but it's whether they'll bump up the dancers will bump up her personality though. It, that's that's going to be key.
0: Yeah, and with Giovanni, I think it's going to be cute. But yes. it's, not going to be, it's not going to be cute with the edge of they should run away and get married like Debbie <laughs> and Gio last year.
1: Uh, no one can replicate Debbie and Gio's oh. chemistry, surely. Faye is nice. from Steps. She's
0: not the lovely Faye from Steps.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, like I said, like, she, it just feels just like a copy and paste of Molly, and I think we're get the exact same arc as Molly. If she goes on to do a celebrity dressage like Lisa said she was last year, we'll wait and see when that show comes to air, because I'm still laughing at that comment from last year. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, let's ask if she's nice to horses. I don't know, she could be.
0: Celebrity dressage is, like, I think the, the silliest celebrity format that I've stuck through a whole program of was Celebrity um, Shepherding Celebrity Sheepdog Trials nice
1: it was really <laughs> you didn't dream it <laughs> I was going to say you didn't dream that did you Ellie not sure okay. um, <laughs> so that
0: first number where they were introducing what's his face Graziano Johannes and Luba to us Havana is what we do our slow cha-cha to in uh, the ballroom class I'm taking and I was wondering which of our strugglers would get given a slow cha-cha to Havana in the opening weeks of the show. But no, it's already gone. You can't have yeah. Havana. No favoritism accusations. It's done.
2: I mean, if they really wanted, they could put it on near the end of the series and have it as a rumble if you slowed it down a little bit more. Mm. If they're trusting people to forget and then jump it back in, which would probably go to someone who would fit into that sort of modern day bubble we'll talk about later but I don't think they're going to get that far personally.
0: <laughs> right. Let's yes. let's get through a batch of boys. Okay, we in the next batch of boys we begin with Lee Ryan who there's, there was nothing going on behind his eyes. He, no. like Oh, my God, he got so scared. He, like, I don't think he knew what was happening. Did he, did he know what show he walked on to? <laughs>
2: did, like,
1: he, he, did he get, like... Press gangs? Like, press gangs? Yes. Did he get press ganged? Like, he just... He went out for a drink and then woke up in the wardrobe no, room. No, no,
0: no. He thinks he's on Celebrity MasterChef.
3: Yeah, that's Poor. what it is. <laughs> He's about to produce a chocolate fondant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just the one.
3: (laughs) <laughs> do you think? Yeah, it's knockout rounds on Celebrity Master Chef, so you just need to do the one
2: day. Or, or um, do you think Simon? He rang Simon Webb and gone, mate, the Eurovision money's ran out. I need to do something. And Simon's gone, hey, Strictly was a good laugh. Give up? has gone, oh bugger. You know as
0: well as I do, there is no Eurovision money. <laughs> I
3: was going to say, <laughs> you say Eurovision money.
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh,
0: so he's going to be dancing with Nadia, who we didn't get to see enough of last I year. I really. Nadia. I think I think she's going to be. The, we're going to have a lot of very exasperated training VTS when it emerges that Lee doesn't know which one his right footers and
1: it'll be fine.
3: I mean, he's you know he's helpfully ticking the ex-boy band now a grown-up bloke box that needs to be ticked every year. I found him quite dull. I don't know. Did they pickle him? He looks the same as he used to. <laughs> it's certainly not changed since eurovision that's for sure
2: yeah, that was eight years ago now i know it's, yeah personality was lacking and what i remember from nadia i don't remember much of her having a personality part of being really smiley so they're going to be an interesting pair no she's so, gonna she's gonna mess him up in training he's gonna like he's gonna, re- try, he's gonna regret this the problem is, I remember nothing of the Voodoo Nadia from last year, apart from the lifts. So I, I have nothing to go on from her either. So, they could easily become the forgettable couple. I think
3: he's the forgettable
2: boy. Yeah. play is the forgettable girl. What, what is it with just? Is that he like a band? band? <laughs> just blend in.
1: <laughs> they were all made in one factory, you know. Yeah, they were. Yes. Well, isn't
0: that the truth, Emily? Okay. so if we were so if, if we're thinking that Faye's Steps fans and maybe Lee's Blue and Eurovision fans were going to give them some votes I don't think that your sort of canonical gay vote is going to be going to either of them because it's going to be going to the lovely Dr. Range yeah. of This Morning and TV he has got the biggest crossover demographic he doesn't have to be
4: good no, no, and he is. I've seen him dance on Get Well Soon. <laughs> I've seen him dance in the CBBS panto. <laughs> He's got I have watched a clip of Get Well Soon. Right, that is one of the best children's programs in ages. My son loves it. When I pick him up, and I always do it at the same time, it's on, and he kind of looks with looks at me disdain, like "Go away. Come back in ten minutes." <laughs> But it's a good program. It's a brilliant program.
0: <laughs> so, possibly the only thing between Dr. Range and the final is Jeanette's choreography, then. Yeah,
1: yes,
3: I think
2: so. Yes. But I don't even think that's going to stop it because he is just so likable as a person. And if he has any decent rhythm, I don't see him falling into the bottom two unless he does an Ashton and has an absolutely awful dance. But Hopefully Jeanette has learned from last year. You don't do a show dance yeah. with a Viennese waltz when it's titled as a Viennese waltz. But hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. And I I I mean, from the cast, he is my favourite at the minute. Well my favourite boy. He just seems like so much fun. He just wants to throw himself into it and he's just adorable. <laughs> he's just so adorable. <laughs> Absolutely adorable. Um so him and Jeanette, it is it is gonna be
0: such a sweet. And fun pairing. Oh, yeah, also, he works for the NHS as well. I can't imagine, (laughs) like, people will either be voting for Joe or they'll be voting for Dr. Range. Everybody else has got, like, a tiny percentage of votes
2: to go for between them. My question is how long until he starts, he dances to either Dr. Jones or... Doctor Beat the Salsa. Like, how long till he yeah. gets a doctor-themed oh, Do- song?
3: Doctor Beat is going to be the number one, isn't it? That's going to be his first. One. Yeah,
0: his first one. His job-themed mandatory pond dance. <laughs> um, <laughs> Doctor Beat. Yeah, Doctor Beat. Uh, there's a good one Doctor, called Doctor Doctor Kiss Kiss, which is a slow disco yes. number.
3: Yeah, but week one they're going to pull out. a has got to be Gloria Estefan, isn't it? I mean I wouldn't be mad if they did that as well, because I you know, that's cheese fest all over, but <laughs> bring it up. Oh, 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 what Down about if,
0: What about <laughs> if he uh just does entirely medical themed songs all the way through? <laughs> Pass <laughs> to bad medicine. Hang on, I've dried work. up now. I've dried up now. Anyway, yeah. Tell us in your co- tell us in the comments your medical themed routines for Doctor Range. Oh
3: yeah. no, Ellie! You know what they would do to bad medicine by Bon Jovi? That would be the tacky, nasty, rubbishy rock tango that we tango, keep going yeah. out not to do. Oh. and you know
2: that's coming. You just oh, know that's
3: coming.
2: To say oh. that Doctor Jones by Aqua is a tango, it's a very camp tango. But because he is the LGBT group, if he wants to play at both sides, yeah. they could use Doctor Jones as a tango, and he could just be. A camp tango dancer, but which Bruno would then give a ten.
0: The doctor, I'm... the doctrine in, in Doctor Jones is Indiana Jones, so it's a different mm. kind of doctor. Yeah, mm. got to be medical one. Anyway, um, <laughs> we think that Doctor Ranch might be like top three most likable contestant this year. But mine and Emily's childhood hero, Danny John-Jules, is competing this year, oh. and. I...
1: Just I'm beside myself. I'm team Dibbly all the
0: way. Team Dibbly. Yeah, just it seems so obvious. It was just a shame he couldn't have done it when he still had hair, but you know, he's now got a sparkly hat.
2: I loved the stoned hat. I loved that.
0: (laughs) I I really
1: like the bottle green velvet jacket.
2: He's good at clothes.
1: He's good at clothes, we know this. He's also just an all-round good egg, isn't he? That's the thing. He's a like great value on
2: Twitter. His personality has got the perfect partner because Amy is just such a bubbly, excitable mess and they look like they're going to have the best time and their Latin is going to be the most fun. He could be a lot like Patrick and Anya from a few years ago where the older gentleman is a lot better than anyone expects because I don't think many people think he was going to be that good until we saw... Here's sort of like VT, and they're all they're all doing the dances, and they realise actually he's actually got some rhythm and some character. Yeah. Any
1: any podcasters listening, any podcast fans listening, if you don't if you didn't <coughs> watch Red Dwarf growing up, please go to YouTube and put in Red Dwarf Tongue Tied. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, I didn't
0: Danny watch Wondles Red Dwarf growing up and he originated a role in Starlight Express like he is he yeah. is the the most ringer ringer that we have ever had and but he i think it's a, a ringer it's out the other side it's a masterstroke getting him on strictly
4: he's going to be a grafter as well though isn't he and, and oh, when yeah. he finds something hard he's going to work at it cameron and tongs amy's 24/7
0: gonna, amy's going to love it as well lisa she will
3: so let me say, I don't know him from Red Dwarf because I tried once to watch Red Dwarf and hated it from the, about five seconds into it. So I've never seen Red Dwarf at all. I know him from um, Death in Paradise, which I absolutely love that show. I am really wanting to support him from that. Um, I think he's great. I'm really looking forward to seeing him dance.
1: Do so I also remember that he was in um, Bugsy Malone.
0: He's in Labyrinth. If you're, playing, if you're playing Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, Danny John Jules is very good. He's in Little Shop of Horrors. He is,
1: isn't he? So if you want to go
0: Rick Moranis to anybody in Blackadder, you can go Rick Moranis, Danny John Jules, Tony Robinson.
1: Oh, because of course, Maid Marian and, his, and a Merry Man. Yes. Yeah, so... Love that
0: show. Danny is a hero to many generations. Mm. Uh, no,
1: I've, made, I've totally made up the Bugsy Malone thing. He's not in Bugsy Malone. Yeah, he's the,
4: he's the
2: wrong that. age, wrong age. I've um, just
1: rent that, I think.
0: Anyway, it's so we'll enough. be... He
2: would fit in it, though, so... Yeah,
0: we'll be chatting on about Danny for weeks. Now, let's move on to the massive heed of Joe Sog.
1: <laughs> Yay!
0: He's got a massive heed. And right, well,
1: we
3: have... Sorry, no, we have to talk about him because we haven't talked about this. There's been a lot of talk about it online and in other people's things and on Kevin Clifton's Insta story. But we haven't talked about this and what a great booking that is for Strictly. So we ought to oh, talk about it. Mm. what,
0: what yeah. a brilliant booking that is. Absolutely fabulous. I mean, I think Zoella would have been a risky booking because she really? had quite a lot of negative press. But getting uh, Joe Sog is absolutely genius he's like if you look in his replies he's got people from all over the world signing up for bbc accounts so that they can vote for him online yeah
3: that's his
2: his, that's gonna cause a controversy his (laughs)
0: televote is not even going to be funny no i mean no i mean he's going to win it every week
2: (laughs) I mean, when he got announced, I did actually jump on YouTube and do a video about him being selected, my thoughts. And I think it's a fantastic signing because it's also bringing social media and online, what's the word, viewership into the mainstream. And the BBC are acknowledging this is a thing. People watch this more than TV now. We need the ratings. This will bring people in. He's bringing a new younger demographic in. You know, I, I thought her sister was going to do it because she's been very quiet since that end of the year and I thought this would be the perfect thing to do And she's getting her brother instead. Brilliant. Yeah, I just think he's a fantastic signing for it. He looked absolutely terrified last night, bless him. He didn't know where to look, what to <laughs> oh, say. yeah.
4: He looked so
0: scared. Unfortunately, <laughs> the problem with booking a YouTuber is he's got terrible posture.
4: Yes and um, he's really out of his
0: comfort zone yeah, in this the poor really lamb poor lamb but redo <laughs> w- worked wonders with our revo last year she's she's going to look after him if anyone can do it redo can <laughs> yeah yeah like maybe she was slightly disappointed but like she's now going to be a huge internet star yeah which I think,
2: if any of our pros can handle, Diane can. She's going to get the envy of millions of people. Like, who, um, to be honest, wouldn't want that? Like, people would mm. kill the dance of him and his family, and she getting paid to do it. Yeah. Is
0: Joe Sog and, like, a know, legit she... heartthrob? Um.
4: I
2: wouldn't, I I'm not sure I would say heart frog, but he is known because he's got, I mean, he said 13 million followers. I only know his YouTube count, which is 8.2 million. That's still impressive and nearly the size of London. But yeah, I don't think Diane actually realises how much of a big deal he is and how far she will get with him regardless of his dancing ability. I, I generally think she doesn't have a clue because he was introduced <laughs> as a social media star, which doesn't sound as impressive in the, in the eyes of everything else. Uh, I
3: was I was a bit annoyed that they did that Because YouTube is not social media YouTube no. is broadcast media And he's a YouTube star that has social media accounts Like everybody else So I was like, mm, strictly, if you're going to do this Do it right He's a YouTube star, not a social media star Anyway
0: And inspired by uh, Joe Sog I'm going to be putting the podcast on YouTube this year So we'll Yay! see what that does <laughs> So next batch of girls, we've got the lovely Katie Piper. She's our really nervous contestant this year then. oh, But she's so adorable. <laughs> there's going to there's be tears. Like when she does a waltz and, Aww. you know, is sort of, you can see that she sort of stops shaking. When that moment comes and she relaxes into it, it will be really beautiful. Yeah. But also, if she doesn't relax into it, it's going to be really difficult to watch.
4: Yeah. With a lot of people on this show, you know that they're going to have a journey. But with with her, we've already been on a journey with her, and it just feels like the whatever, however long she's in the show. And I hope she does get over her nerves. Um, I think she's really going to come out of it so much. Kind of stronger and more positive than she even is now. So um, I, th- I think you know, good on her, and I just hope she, as I say, gets over those nerves because I think she's she's a fragile little thing in some ways. But I, I wanted to kind of power on through.
1: Well, she's going I think to she's be rock solid, just, I... just to be disagreeable for a moment. But I think she's hard as nails. As she's she? got,
0: she's got resilience. She's got resilience but she's well out of her comfort zone but she's got lovely Gorka, the absolute perfect gentleman to hold her in his arms and take good care of her. Mm. (laughs)
3: That's a great pairing. That's a really great pairing. That's
1: one of the ones, isn't it? That's one of the ones that I saw and went they've got it right there. Yeah,
3: Um, absolutely right.
2: And the thing is I feel like Katie will push herself really hard and will want to do it right and Gorka isn't afraid to push their partner we saw it with Tamika and Alexandra he will work hard with their partner if they want to do it properly so I have high hopes for them I really want her to do well I really do yeah a really nice I think, story
3: I think, I think she'll be uh, she'll definitely um, shine in ballroom more than Latin I think Latin will be more of a struggle for her I think the ballroom is where she'll really find her her, her the place she can relax while she's doing it you know
0: mm-hmm. so moving from one pair that's all giving uh, pairing that's already given me the warm fuzzies in anticipation to one which i cannot believe they have done <laughs> they, have, they have asked the like clearly intense quite posh triathlete Lauren Steadman to dance with flippant, not posh, <laughs> child AJ.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Here's, here's my confusion with this pairing. Lauren's arc seems to be, I want to win. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she mm. said that to them from day one. So why have they given her AJ? Because... I know she's saying I want someone to keep up with me. So I thought, oh, AJ's young, he's got energy, he'll be able to keep up. No. Just no. Like, no. Just this would have been an not ideal opportunity up. to get Neil out. Yeah.
4: Yes. This, that would have been a brilliant
2: pairing. This, this is not going to work because I've said this with my mother before uh AJ isn't a good partner. He ha- he doesn't he hasn't learned how to dance for his partner. He dances for himself. Mm-hmm. And that's through Molly and Claudia. Yeah. So, I just feel like it's gonna happen again, also he's really gonna get on her nerves, yeah yeah she yeah. she she seems like a woman who won't take any mucking about. she seems yeah. like the, the strict teacher in school. her face sponge.
0: during any attempt at comedy v t will be <laughs> my new disdain <laughs>
2: gif. <laughs> I think like she's, she's a Paralympian. She's not used to like not, not so much but oh yeah, let's just take a break in the middle of the day. Like, no, she's there to work hard. She's come over adversity with her meningitis and everything and got to the top of her game, and now she's doing this. It just seems so bizarre. We're it used to so
0: scenarios. Bizarre. We're used to scenarios where the pro absolutely kicks the celebs arse. And yeah. now yeah. we're time we're flipping the script.
3: Well, that will make it quite interesting. Actually, that might make AJ more interesting than he has been the last two series. If he's got a partner who is whipping him into shape, that might give him a story, because let's face it, AJ's not had a
4: storyline since he's been in the show. I'd like somebody to talk back to him. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Maybe, maybe he might grow a pair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um... Right, let's move on to Stacey Dooley. She seems nice.
4: She's lovely. Brilliant.
0: And she's I- dancing with Kevin in a, a, a move so obvious that you could see it from space.
3: Yes.
2: Kevin's happy. Yes, I think mean, that's the best reaction I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, this just seems like a nailed on finalist already because has Kevin ever been eliminated? Apart from Susan, he's never been eliminated in a before the final.
0: No, this is,
2: this is Kevin in the final again. Like, yeah.
0: unless she actually can't, uh, unless she's like embarrassing in Latin, in which case he will just do comedy routines like he did when he had What's Her Name Out of EastEnders? Um, um, Kelly. 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 Um, like, Kevin's in the final again. And I'm looking forward Good. to getting to know Stacy.
3: Good. I would be utterly thrilled if Kevin was in the final. And I would be more thrilled if Kevin won the thing. Because I kind of feel like he deserves it. Not because of, you know, because of his last name. But because he's worked really hard since he's been on Strictly. He's really put the hours and the graft in. I mean, yeah. um, let me say about Stacey. I have been a huge fan of Stacey Dooley's since... Um, Blood, Sweat, and T-shirts, which was I looked up 10 years ago. Um, and I loved that show. I wish it was on YouTube because I want to go back and watch it again. And I've watched, I think, everything she's ever done since. I adore that girl, I think she's brilliant. So when I heard she was on Strictly, I was turning cartwheels-not literally, but <laughs> metaphorically emotional cartwheels. I absolutely was turning emotional it's, cartwheels. Yeah,
2: it's just um, nice as... It's just nice to be in a job position for three months where she's going to be safe and not putting her life on the risk, on life on the line. Because that's what she does for a day job. <laughs> I,
0: I, I
2: <laughs> lifts lifts Elliot. Yes. With, yeah.
1: With My, Kevin though, you've not. Yeah. Well. Yeah. She's in a safe pair much. of
0: hands. That like the the risk is she'll get bored and I don't know start looking for gangs or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My only issue with Stacey last night is I actually hated what they put her in last night. I thought that was the worst dress of the night, personally. I uh, hated this, that sort of sand colour thing. A very
0: pale ginger in gold is a choice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's something. Like, Do they, they just run out of the colour wheel when poor Stacey's just at the back of the queue? He's just like, she could look so much better. Oh,
0: so Ellie, her- she's going to win. She's going to get some nice props in the final.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, she's going to definitely be in long enough to get some better props. Yeah. Although I liked the colour. I did like the colour, but not on her. I don't think it suited her. But I liked... I thought the actual sort of just warmer than nude shade she was in was lovely. But I like
0: I still can't get over uh, the platinum beaded fringe that Vic Hope was wearing. Just that was beautiful. Unbelievable. Uh, f- like, f- like wearing starlight.
2: Final Stacey point. I loved how two weeks ago she called out Dan Wooten with the line, "If you're gonna say yes. my name." Off, Stacey Dooley MBE. I just thought that was beautifully done. So I love her for that as well. She knows how to do it. Anybody who calls
3: out Dan Woolerton on social media is all right by me.
0: (laughs) Yes, have have at it, Stacey. More power (laughs) to you. Uh, The last in our last batch of girls, we've got Ashley from the Possecat Dolls, who I noticed uh, more. Like most perturbingly, was struggling with her heels as she was coming down to get paired up with Pasha. I didn't
1: notice that. That's <laughs> worrying.
0: Yeah, she's like going errr errr uh, as she goes down. Oh. Which, like, I thought Pussycat Doll like job requirement number one was can dance in high heels. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: she was alright the dancing in high heels. I yeah. feel like she's. She's kind of one of those people, if someone has choreographed her, whether that's to walk or to dance or whatever, she's fine. But left to her own devoy- devices, she's a bit of a sort of, a, yeah, out out on her own. Right. You know, she can't really walk without someone telling her how to do it. But when they tell her, she's great.
0: Well, it's a good job. It's a Latin and ballroom competition then. Isn't it?
2: <laughs> I I don't know how to feel about Ashley. I mean, I- I found I don't know. There's parts for which I find slightly grating, and especially the Latin, Pasha likes to leave their partner on their own to do a lot. So I think it's just going to be a lot of vamping and voguing going on from Ashley, because if she can't do anything on her own, she's going to go, look at me, I'm pretty. That's the vibe I get from her at the minute.
0: I hope she proves me wrong. Or she might learn a bunch of impressive tricks and stuff. Yeah, just do a cartwheel. That'd be impressive.
1: I reckon she can already do a cartwheel. (laughs) Oh, aye. Um, but I don't reckon you get into the Pussycat Dolls, which essentially started off as a burlesque act without being able to do some good tricks anyway.
0: Um, and Pasha, even though he looks cuddly and has a twinkle in his eye, he there is also the sort of white cat stroking mastermind who will push his partner to the limit uh, going on with Pasha. But yep. I like I can't gauge whether Ashley's going to be popular or not in the televote because she will do she'll will do some of the things that Alexandra got absolutely pasted for yeah. last year.
2: Yeah, I, I feel another Alexandra story is coming on, which is going to be really infuriating for us as fans. But yeah, I just feel like people aren't going to warm to her for some reason. I don't know. I just feel like she's going to be the one who probably does well, but still ends up in the bottom two when the numbers start getting cut. Mm -hmm.
3: Oh, I have her down as a
0: potential
2: finalist. I still think she'll make the final, but I think she'll be the one who's been in the bottom two the most, leading into the final.
0: Was she personally. on? I'm a celebrity. Yeah. Um, yes. Is that one where you can stay in by being neutral, and people get and people vote you out? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So, so, so she is she has triumphed nearly in a negative voting situation, but have we ever seen her in a positive vote for me situation?
2: No, I don't think she's done anything else. Not that I can remember. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out.
0: Last batch of boys. And now it's sort of traditional that we have a comedian on. Um, We have Sean Walsh, who is appealingly vulnerable in a velvet suit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I I when that feels like it should be on someone's
0: dating profile. Feelingly <laughs> vulnerable. Uh, yeah, he's embracing the absurdity of it all. And I don't think he's come in with any
2: illusions that he's going to be able to do this.
0: But he's getting paid. He's having a
2: laugh. I think he knows he's going to be a bit useless. And that's what I've given him Cassia, because Cassia managed to work wonders with Ed Bulls So sort they're of thinking, hey, just give us entertainment again. Or they just really do not want her to win for a second year running.
3: Well, I, I I suspect actually there's a bit of both of that going on. Katia won last year, so she can't win this year. They can't give her anybody who's even remotely, you know, in the, who's even you know smells like a ringer, whether they are or not. They can't give Katia anybody who's going to be anything that's good. So, yeah. I I well, I said I predicted Susanna's out first, Sean's out second. That's my prediction. Do you not Might think it's a bit around, sad? But-
1: <laughs> the, the the way um we as consumers although not necessarily as mega fans that bother doing podcasts have uh, started reacting to because obviously people such as us that will do this are a slightly different run but do you not think it's sad that tv is now aimed to cause the least controversy possible in so many ways like because they know that it'll kick off Katya won two years running they can't possibly give us someone any good because like because what would uh, kick off Twitter Twitter and the the comic section under the Guardian week by week and all of that and I think like you know it's all got so well it's
0: also it's up. also currently the BBC's like biggest rated entertainment show so You can't actually do anything too mad with it. And they have already taken a lot of risks with casting this year.
1: They have, yeah. That's true. I just, you know, it's it's something I've been thinking about with a lot, like, more than this programme, is that people are now getting to the point where they won't do things that might change a format because they're worried that people will react badly to it. And and I I don't know if that's...
0: I think... You're right, but I think there's a lot of picking battles. Like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Like taking a win where you can get one and not having an unnecessary fight. Fair enough. Mm. Um, moving on, we've got Charles Venn, who is Team Holby, um, and he's dancing with Karen.
4: He seems just happy to be there. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I've no idea who he is. I don't watch Holby. No, I don't. Um, but he, he didn't seem that bad. He seemed
1: well. To,
0: equally, you team have two,
4: not to not to have two left feet.
0: And uh, team Holby had a winner last year, so yeah. obviously they can't send a potential winner this year.
2: He'll stay in long enough so that I can drag Joe in to be a part of the VT because he is the previous yes. winner. And as soon as they manage to get that out of the way, for it's week three, four, or five, he'll be gone. Did you that
0: find it? Did you find it strange that Joe wasn't uh, back to do his uh, traditional awkward rendition of a uh, dance from last year, the winner's reprise?
1: Yeah. Do we know where he is? Where he is? What's going on? Is he on a shoot? Some.
2: I knew he was going. I knew he wanted to go straight back into theatre after Strictly, and that's why he left Holby. So maybe he's wrapped up in that because. Panto season is soon. Who knows? Um, yeah.
1: Well, he's yeah, definitely bottoms, isn't
0: he? The
2: schools have gone back. The holidays have gone cheap, so he
0: could be having two weeks in Tenerife.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's okay. a shame yeah. because I, I kind of wanted to see him do his tango again, but do it properly, and not have a mind blank. Because that's the one bad dance he had all last year.
0: <laughs> ah, well. And our final boy, dancing with the legend, Oti. Some Graham Swan. Oh, uh, he's a cricketer,
1: isn't
4: he? Yeah. he is. yeah.
0: Yes. Cricketers, cricketers know where all of the parts of their body are, which is an yes. underrated prerequisite for mm. being able to do Latin <laughs> and ballroom dancing.
2: The question is, though, is he going to be a good cricket player or a bad one? Because we've had a real mixed bag of cricketers over the years. We've no, had two I winners, don't. and the rest have been, near out of push. So That'd I'm not sure... I don't know if he's going to be good or bad.
0: He's going to have a I go. Mean, he's going to have a go. And, yeah. and Oti's happy because she's got an athlete and she gets to activate Punisher mode. Has she, she's,
2: <laughs> she's always had an athlete thinking about it, hasn't she? Anthony, Johnny, and now... Yeah, she's always had a sports yeah. person, i say. Apart from Danny. Oh,
1: no, she had Danny. Oh, of
2: course, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> cool.
1: And that, How that might be partially, partially <laughs> to do with the intensity in which she, <laughs> she works <expects laughs> in training. <laughs>
0: Um, But, and forgive me for already uh, launching into conspiracy theories, Oti has got a fabulous TV job in the new year next year. Mm. So I don't think she's doing the tour. Mm. Uh, So you can draw your own conclusions from that. Mm. So that is our fabulous 15. We've got a new sort of technique in the casting going on. What do we think about this year's
2: slightly weird casting? I think it's good. It it needs a shake-up. They're taking a risk. And just because it's not full of people that every single person is going to know doesn't mean it's going to be a bad thing. Why would you turn down the chance to do the BBC's biggest programme, a most famous programme? You'd be mad to say no. So I say, power on the BBC and... Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Lisa?
3: I'm going to say it now because I have to say it sometime on the podcast and this seems like the obvious time to say it and you probably all know what I'm going to say. But as far as casting risks go, they didn't take the obvious one that was oh. on a gold plate before them in the form of the delicious Courtney act. I would have i mean i literally would have wet myself if they booked courtney (laughs) for this um and it would just have shut up the rhetoric that goes on year after year after year and it would have given them a chance to explore it and then next year could shut up about it because they'd already done it not only that i just think shane would have been brilliant (laughs) on this absolutely brilliant so i'm really really annoyed and angry that they didn't take the obvious thing that was there for them but i have to say it somewhere. i'm saying it now
2: <laughs> i feel like it's going to happen next year for two reasons that courtney act will be on the show firstly she'd just done celebrity big brother so i think maybe they thought not jumped straight back into reality tv and secondly the same sex partnerships that they're going to be doing in the pro dances i think they're going to use that to gauge the water and if that gets a positive response then they'll bring them in so oh. that i think next year
3: and okay, well, I'm putting that down there right now. BBC, anyone listening to this? <laughs> Your first booking for what, 2019.
0: What she would need to really seal the deal is a UK TV presenting job. Which yeah. she's mm. got now. <laughs> Amazing. Is she on uh, Big Brother's Bit on the Side? or No, she's got her own show
3: called The By Life coming on E in a few weeks' time. Oh, sweet. Mm. Marvelous. Ah. Yeah.
4: Sorry. All right. Donna. We'll uh, and series how do you link the that. Crazy
3: the great thing just while we're talking about this because I was determined to talk about it tonight um the great thing about that is that Shane identifies as gender fluid he doesn't identify as a boy and he doesn't necessarily identify Courtney as female so we're not into we're not we're in that nice little area in the middle that allows a bit of creativity so it's the obvious booking for
0: 2019 beautiful
1: beautiful anyway, I won't promise not to mention it ever again this whole podcast (laughs) i i want to know lisa who you would pair courtney Shane with from the pros
3: i would have paired courtney slash shane with either aliash or pasha aliash i think
2: probably aliash Aliash. he's publicly said he would dance in a same-sex partnership so i think that seems like the obvious partnership
0: I think I would have partnered in with Aliash. Yeah. Yeah. the 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 other casting risk that they didn't take this year is they've forgotten that women who are above a size 14
4: exist. Yeah. Yes. We're not here anymore.
3: Well, I don't, I mean, I don't want to get too kind of uppity and like, because I moan at them for like ticking boxes all the time. You know, they have to tick that box and this box and that box. So... But being one of those people who is a female above the size of 14, it is always nice to be represented. Um, You know, the the closest they've got is Susanna, who probably is a size 12 to 14, and she's going out the first week or two.
0: We have in previous years moaned a little bit about the bigger girl getting only one story, and that is the, I'm a bigger girl, and I'm learning to dance, and it's making me fit. Mm.
3: Yes, exactly. So we don't have to sit through that again. And also, if you think about it, they're kind of running out of big girls who have a high enough profile to be mm. on Strictly. You know, they're, they're, we're really up, underrepresented in the media as a whole. So, you know, there comes a point where you've run out of that, that demographic.
1: While well, well, uh, she doesn't fit the um the the plus you know lady over the size fourteen bracket um I do think what they've done um by having Kate Silverton, who is not a, a traditionally um you know she she acknowledged herself she is really very tall and she's yeah. she's quite a broad shouldered woman and and I think that's going to make her really athletic um hopefully and and able to get some really beautiful framing going on, but I do think you know they're a, they're a group that haven't been a great number of in, strictly previously, they tend to go for the compact female celebrities who are a bit well, smaller and slimmer. Because the pros so are short. Because pros are short.
3: Alexandra Burke was possibly in that
1: category. Mm. Very athletic mm. build. But she was still not super, super tall, was she? No, that's very nice.
2: No. I also think the slight issue was, is that the last few years the slightly bigger girl has... She hasn't done well, like Tamika and Chizzy, for example. They've been cast as the, fanny, the funny overweight girl. The
3: funny fat girl.
2: Exactly. Yeah, and then and then they're made as not... The thing is, they are the ones that have the most potential and have done really well, and have gone out much sooner than they should have in both cases. I was pretty angry with that about Chizzy and Tamika, to be honest. So I think people of a certain size who may even be approached just feel like what's the point? I'm going to go on this show. They're going to focus on my weight more than the fact that I'm doing this and I'm going to be gone in two weeks because I'm a bigger girl. I'm not, that could be it. I could be completely wrong, but that's what it feels like.
1: There is the element of fact that both of those were women of colour as well.
4: Yes.
3: Um, It is an interesting thing with, with,
1: you know, the larger
3: girl. I wrote a piece about it, in fact, at Eurovision (laughs) and about the roles that fat girls can and can't play on television, be that in drama or be that in reality TV story arcs. So yeah, and did
4: you want to come in? Yeah, I was, I was, I was going to make one point, and then when you were talking, I thought I just suddenly thought something else. And the first, the first thought was that um, there's actually quite a few of the female contestants this year that are mothers, and I'd never actually noticed that somebody who's a mother themselves. That I, I'd, I'd kind of thought, oh, well, she's a mum, and oh, she's a mum, and so is she and kind of, it was quite nice that, you know, there's kind of some people who've, you know, sometimes you're kind of shut up underneath, you know, the stairs, you know, you can't do anything anymore because you're a mum, you know, the best years of your life are over. But no, actually, you know, the fact that these people can do it when they're mums is really good. And the second point I was going to make was that a lot of, now that I've said that, a lot of the female contestants are, you kind of prim, I don't want to say proper, but kind of blonde, slim girls, the male side seems to have all the diversity. You've got quite a few uh, um, men of colour there. You've got um, uh, Dr. Range, who's obviously got their LGBTQ vote going on. And there just seems to be more diversity, more interest for me in the male celebrities than the female celebrities.
3: Dr. Ranj is just a one-piece walking He's guy. got That's everything. He? He's LGBT, Kids. he's Indian, he's short, he's fabulous.
1: He's it's NHS. Yes. NHS. Like, I, just, I think I, we're going to get to the point where voting for Dr. Ranj is, is like a vote of the NHS. <laughs> Say the NHS. Vote, vote Dr. Rang. Rang. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, like his His voting power demographic is... Just, I, I cannot believe it. He is, he is the closest thing to a household name
4: this year. Yes. Yeah. His recognition will be highest. Even my boy got excited that he was on. Like, this
0: Dr. Rage. And, you know, actually, getting the under sevens into Strictly is
2: actually genius. quite
4: important. Yes.
2: It's going to get as young people... It, it's going to get them to dance. It's getting... It'll yeah. get more... Like juvenile like under tens into a dance school and I think that in itself is amazing. At the end of the day, like from someone who was inspired to dance through this programme, anyone they can bring on to make them go into a dance studio I think is fantastic, which is probably why they have picked up on the mother's route, because you know, mums will see that and go, actually you no, know, I can give it a go with all of them are doing it. Why can't I? Yeah, you know, so I, and I think it's fantastic. Another thing on Doctor range is he's you know, Jeanette's never made a final. So maybe they're thinking it's her turn to finally be in a final. Yay, Dr. Ranch. If Dr. Ranch can do
0: that,
1: he's a hero. Um, Little people so, love dancing. Any encouragement necessary.
0: So, your homework while all of our celebs get to know their professional partners is to find your nearest dance class and have a go. And if you can't find a dance class, get on YouTube and practice some steps with someone you know. <laughs> Shall we do some quick predictions for winners? Just one name, one name, and we'll... One
3: name? Oh, I've got five. Hang on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lisa's already written the final, let's face <laughs> It's right there. All right. Well, it's audio, isn't it? Lisa, quickly, your five.
3: My five for the final are Charles, Stacy, Ashley, Range, and Joe.
0: Okay, Emily. Uh.
4: How it goes with Danny John Jules ahead of Joe Soap. Um, Anne. Um, I think that Ashley will probably make it to the final, as will Joe. And I dearly, dearly, dearly want Dr. Range in the final as well.
2: Elliot. Oh, God. Um, I think the top two is going to be Stacey or Dr. Range, and I can't pick who's going to win out of them.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's Stacey or Dr. Range this year, unless they turn out to be absolutely dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, just like forget at home. Which, just forget that any of this happened. <laughs> we have one more piece of admin before we all shimmy off to our sequined chambers. Lisa, could you announce frock of the week? Are you doing nominations? Oh, go on! Let's do it properly. Go on, then. Well, I'm right, nominating. On, then. I'm nominating Vic's Platinum Dream.
1: You surprise me, Ellie. <laughs> I love her. I
0: love her. Um, Emily.
1: I've, I've got a slightly unexpected one for you here. Go Do it. My favourite frock this week was Darcy's Magenta Loveliness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. Elliot. I'm so glad they've got off the list.
2: Oh, mine. Um, Test Ellie's. No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it was like, so I was quite hungry when I was watching it. So it made me think of a burrito. <laughs>
2: In all seriousness mine, it's, it's Katie. I loved that pink and nude stone thing. I thought that was beautiful. Yeah.
4: Anne? Uh, even though she wasn't wearing a dress, I loved what Claudia was wearing. I loved that kind of short, slightly short pants with the big heel and the big lips. Love a lady with in a, a suit. suit. She looked lovely
1: with her hair in a bun, actually. She doesn't always have it up and it looked really, really nice on her. So, Claude, if you're listening. Yeah, keep it well played okay lisa yeah.
0: it's time for right, i
3: had i had two of the um ones mentioned on my top three list the one of which was claudia because i did think claudia usually looks pretty pretty on it but yesterday particularly good um i've got vick's lovely platinum bikini and i've got lauren's amazing purple dress i thought that looked absolutely stunning Absolutely stunning. Um but I'm gonna go with because they both got two mentions each, so I'm between Vic and Claude and it is a dance show. We ought to give it to Vic, didn't we? Because Claude wasn't in something by DSI Lovers. So. <laughs> hey.
0: Okay, so all that remains is for us to say goodnight. <laughs> Good night, Elliot. Good night, everybody. Good night, Anne. Good night. Good night, Lisa. Good night, see you soon. Good night, Emily. Good night. Good night, everybody. Keep dancing.